0: Hi, I'm Sarah Howard and welcome to the Self Made Podcast, a podcast highlighting small business owners who are self-made trailblazers in their field. We'll be chatting about their work journeys, life as a business owner, and advice that you can bring to your professional and personal life. Today on the podcast, I'm talking to Jaren Mastrid, a CEO, former NFL tight end and author of Amazon bestseller Stand Tall. He's the owner of Apex Power, a gym, rehab, and wellness facility that encourages everyone to be a champion of their body. I've trained at this gym and I can confidently say that their workouts take your fitness ability to the next level and you'll 100% see results. On the episode, we talk all about Apex Power, workouts you can bring to your home, and the importance of staying on track with your fitness journey. Without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with Jaren. Hi, Jaren. Welcome to the Self Made Podcast.
1: Hey, Sarah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course. Can you please explain what Apex Power is and how you created the company?
1: So Apex Performance, Wellness, and Rehab, which again, we chose Performance, Wellness, and Rehab because it encompasses the three major uh, services and uh, lines of offerings we have. But also, so when you abbreviate it, it is power, like you just said, uh, because we believe that when people go through, if they need to go through all, diff- all three phases, it helps create uh, more power in your life and a more powerful body um, through Performance, Wellness, and Rehab. So we started in 2014 just doing rehab and wanted to differentiate ourselves in that field and really help resonate with the athletes of the world and active people that don't really like standard physical therapy or standard medical treatments that are out there and you know being an athlete myself and I know you are an athlete uh, you just really want to feel better and feel on top of your game and it's an emotional setback when you're unable to perform like you want to. So we really resonated well with our audience that way and set ourselves apart. And then as we grew, we added a whole line of different wellness things because we noticed that they kind of went hand in hand. Some people need to have a better mindset or help their mindset through their rehab process or analyze their body composition, analyze what they're eating, track those results and measure those results. So we rolled out our wellness uh, line two and a half years after starting. So at about towards the end of 2016, we launched that. And then fast forwarding into 2018, we finally launched our performance line as we moved into a newer, bigger space that allowed us to train groups and have more people in the building at once. So that helped kind of complete all three fields that we'd always had the vision for. Um, and that performance piece was another thing that, again, went along with the rehab. We noticed people felt better but they weren't training appropriately or they weren't warming up appropriately or both, or uh, they just needed another piece of the rehab of training for return to sport. So all those things we wanted to make sure we encompassed in our offerings and we've been excited to have them all now and help people champion their body and create healthier communities along the way.
0: I think it's super valuable to combine Mm -hmm. both the wellness and the recovery with the athletic side of it. And one Mm -hmm. of those is the Ascent program that you offer, which has such a strong focus on um, student athletes and professional athletes. What Mm -hmm. has it been like training people who compete in collegiate and national sports from the perspective of someone like you who used to play in the NFL?
1: I've really loved it just because I know what it's like. Um, I know the demands that college strength and conditioning programs place on you, in my opinion, and in most people's opinion that I played with at the NFL level, they looked at their college strength and conditioning program as much more difficult than the professional program. I mean, the difference is you're a professional at that point. So it's assumed that you take care of yourself, know how to take care of yourself. You're older, you have more resources, more time on your hand, cause you're not going to school. Um, and you should have appropriate habits developed by that point to have made it that far. Mm-hmm. So looking at the college training program, I really love especially working with high school athletes just because I know what they're going to get into and they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love providing a program where I can foster that same environment. So the transition isn't as rocky as it was for a lot of us that didn't have a program at all, even, and then just entered collegiate athletics and kind of had a rude awakening. Um, yeah, but a lot along with the you know current athletes, we've really loved having the people that were former athletes. I mean, I have males and females in their 40s, 50s that played a college sport or just played sports in high school and just kind of missed that environment, missed that level of push and that level of training. So it's been nice to have a mixture of current athletes, former athletes, you know, younger people, and adults.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think it's really important to combine all of those into one space as well because it shows the high school athletes, what it's like for people in college and in college, what it's like post-college, et cetera. And you get to kind of see, you can like see where it's going to go.
1: And it's been nice for those former people and those adults to t- talk to the athletes that are going through their athletic career. Cause as we all know, they, it comes to an end at some point. And it's been nice for some of them to share their stories of how they may have stopped working out because they felt burnt out. I know I, I felt that way when I was done playing in the NFL and, you know, talking about what those repercussions are on the body, because most of us have taken a lot of impact on different joints or all joints. And, you know, having those older people talk to the younger people about, Hey, the, you know, even if you get burnt out on, it, it's still okay to maintain this level of fitness and just make sure you stay active, stay on top of your diet, um, stay moving in general. It's pretty much the key message so I like having that whole dynamic go on day in and day out
0: yeah definitely I feel like people are kind of experiencing that burnout feeling now with like schedules being shifted and routines changing Mm -hmm. do you have any tips for people who do have that feeling of being burnt out right now and don't have the accessibility to go into a gym
1: you're talking about the people that are just everyone that's stuck at home right now yeah yeah I mean for those people, it, it can definitely be tough, especially, you know, some of the NFL guys that I train. Um, I have some people that are getting ready for the Olympic trials that have now been postponed. I know a lot of people love, you know, love the environment that we have at apex and, you know, try to make it look like a state of the art training facility that you would expect at a division one college or NFL training facility. So not having that aesthetic and that visual, when you go in to get the workout is tough, but, We've really been trying to relay to people that you can get a solid workout at home with things you have around the house. Now, granted, it isn't isn't—it's not the same look, it's not the same feel, it's not the same environment. We all know that. And I definitely feel for those people because I'm one of them that is kind of high maintenance with my workout environment. I like certain things, you know, like a certain vibe, a certain group, but just in the meantime, we got to work with what we have. And I know athletes and, and people that play on teams of any sport, are used to hey this is what we got this is how we got to go into the game this is how we got to you know make changes through a game or match or whatever sport it is you play so i think a lot of us are used to it in that regard and just know that this is a temporary thing there is a light at the end this will go back to normal but in the meantime you got to do what you can to stay on top of your fitness stay on top of your body and make sure you are ready to go when things come back to normal because there's going to be a lot of people have a feeling that did nothing or did very little because they wanted you know, put an excuse out there of, well, I didn't have the resources. You definitely have what you can at home to challenge yourself. And if you don't or you don't know, I'm here and ready for people to reach out and help them out.
0: Posting on Instagram a ton of workouts that people can do from home, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I, and the main reason was we have a lot of athletes that when this when things go back to normal, they're going to need to be ready because it might just be boom, practice tomorrow. Are you are you in condition, both cardiovascular, muscular? you know, are your skills there? I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to work at home. And I've really been just trying to touch on that overall fitness, not necessarily skill specific, because we have so many different sports that come in and train with us, Mm -hmm. but just to make sure your body's ready. So when the time comes, you don't go back and get hurt. That's one big thing I've been seeing as they're discussing, possibly even delaying or canceling, you know, the football season. So just making sure people are ready to go when things come.
0: Definitely. And when things are ready to go and people are back to normal, you have tons of like wellness services at Apex that people can try out as well, like the DEXA scan and the RMR test. Can you explain what those are and how they can help people, whether they're like at the peak of their performance or getting back into their fitness routine?
1: Yeah. So for all people, and especially those, our wellness services are even more targeted towards the general population. And Adults out there that are just looking to keep a beat on their body and maintain optimal health as they get older. The Mm -hmm. DEXA is the gold standard in body composition analysis. Uh, After my time playing with the Oakland Raiders, they actually got rid of the bod pod in exchange for a DEXA scan because of its accuracy. And most people don't know that you get fined in the NFL per pound. You are over the weight they give you to be at. So you want to avoid, I think the fine now is over $600 per pound. So three pounds overweight, you're looking at about 1,800 out of your pocket. So um, it's really important to have accurate measurements and also just to track and make sure your workouts are going appropriately. I mean, there's, I, mean I could go just in this piece for quite some depth, but uh, people need to maintain a certain level of muscle mass for optimal mm-hmm. health. I mean, there's countless studies out there that show people have longer lifespans when their muscle mass or body fat percentage is at a certain level. Uh, Not saying everyone needs to turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger out there, but there is a requisite amount of muscle mass that you should maintain and have throughout your life to support your skeletal system if you have less dense bones, which is one thing a DEXA can show you as well. Um, Make sure your body's balanced from left to right limb, another thing a DEXA scan shows you. Uh, Make sure the body fat percentage in the lower half of your body from the waist down is higher than in your torso. So basically, looking at your Fat in the abdominal area, making sure your vital organs in the abdominal area uh, aren't clogged down by a bunch of fat, making it harder for things to process. And then lastly, going along with that, a DEXA shows the visceral fat, which is your internal fat covering those organs, that just mm-hmm. impedes daily function drastically and is the biggest indicator of cardiovascular disease, heart attack, stroke risk, and a lot of other things people don't want to have. So, a 10-minute DEXA scan is really helpful to get that analyzed. Um, There's also some other methods out there that are, you know, able to show you that information in a approximate fashion. They have just a little more margin for error, but I'm used to having the best being in the NFL and the most accurate things. So Mm -hmm. uh, that is what is the best. So that's awesome for people. And then we've also started pairing that with a resting metabolic rate test, which tells you here's exactly how many calories your body burns at rest. And then you can add in how many calories you burn, during a workout and realize, okay, here's what I've burned. Now, if I'm looking to lose weight, a surefire way to do that, I can just eat less than that. If I'm looking to maintain, I need to eat right around that. And if I'm looking to build up, I need to eat a little bit above that. So my body has nutrients to build more lean mass. So mm-hmm. got a few examples of that. I mean, one was myself, I was trying to put on a little more lean mass, uh, about a year ago and, you know, was kind of wondering why I wasn't hitting what I should be. And, you know, someone like myself that has an extensive fitness background and, pretty you know, solid nutrition background. I know my body pretty well from fine tuning it throughout my athletic career. And for some reason, I just couldn't hit the goal I wanted. And I didn't realize that I needed to be hitting 4,800 calories per day. I was having about 3,800 figuring that was enough, but mm-hmm. I was a thousand shy. So if you're not getting enough to eat, then you're not going to be building up the way you want. And then on the flip side, a lot of people overeat and eating is their eating habits are usually the biggest inhibitor to them scaling down body fat percentage, fat mass, and weight. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can't really out-exercise a poor diet. So we love adding that wellness component in to make sure that people have a beat on what they should be eating. And it really helps because this is exactly what you should eat and you'll get this result. And everyone that goes through with that advice when they come in tends to reach their goal pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, no, that's, it's super interesting how much nutrition plays such a big role in it. There's always that quote, it's like, abs are made in the gym, but also made in the kitchen.
1: Exactly. so
0: it's important to make sure you like know what you're putting in and what you're getting out of it.
1: Exactly. You couldn't be more right with that one.
0: And as a business owner and running Apex, do you think there's one valuable skill that people should cultivate if they want to enter this type of space as a business owner?
1: Well, I would say I had an advantage as well as everyone else on our team, because all of us were collegiate athletes as well. But being an athlete, I feel like you have a leg up on people that aren't because you're used to having worked through tough times. You're used to battling ups and downs. You're used to physical pain. You're used to mental and emotional pain. Um, You're used to losing you're used to things going wrong and having to, and having to bounce back because there's another game the next day or next week. Um, mm-hmm. You're used to, um, you're just used to a lot of different things that the general public, if you don't play athletics, I'm not saying you need to even play collegiate athletics, high school athletics can teach you this too, but the longer your athletic career, the more I know that, or more I've noticed that people have a better ability to persevere through tough times. And I would say, If you're looking to be a business owner, you're going to need to be ready for tough times. Um, Right now, the great example of things just all of a sudden flipping upside down in a day for us, Mm -hmm. we had less than 24 hours notice to move and be out of our building for an unknown amount of time, according to our landlord. And we had to make a call that in that moment and adapt and move on. So I felt like all of our athletic career helped us remain composed in that moment, make make as best a decision as we could. And also, again, I've touched on earlier of just know and be able to see a light at the end of the tunnel and help see, you know, a new and more positive situation coming because I think that all athletes have to look at each situation, each game, each practice as a new moment to improve and be better and not stay bogged down on what happened last play, what happened last workout, what happened last game. Uh, We're all, trained to move on and focus on the next thing learn from our losses and then move on forward
0: yeah I don't think you could have said it any better I think a lot of people are feeling that exact thing right now with seasons getting cut short I know my senior season of collegiate athletics got cut short and it's looking forward to what's next and what's to come
1: yeah I couldn't feel uh more sympathy for those athletes um because it's such a special time your senior year I I couldn't imagine losing my senior year in high school or college I I was trying to weigh which one would have been worse and I can't really say one would have been worse than another because there were a lot of awesome things that happened in my high school senior basketball and football seasons but also in my um, senior collegiate season that you just never get that moment back and no matter what you want to say you've trained that whole season to you know make a championship run or put your best foot forward and you know it's just a really tough situation so I am sorry to hear your senior season got cut short as well as every every other senior out there in high school and college
0: yeah thank you and I think something that's helped me is knowing that it's not just one person and it's everybody's experiencing the same thing yeah and that, like you can create community around that and that understanding.
1: For sure. I've loved uh, Scott Van Pelt on ESPN sharing senior moments each night. Um, I think that's been kind of good for him to share the community across all sports, all people across the country in a very public fashion with his very large platform on ESPN and centers.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, And then... With that in mind, and how people's routines have been changing, do you have any tricks or tips that you've discovered in the last week or so that help keep you focused and productive in your day-to-day schedule as the owner of Apex?
1: Well, setting a schedule is a, a great start. A lot of people, a lot of people when they're uh, you know, stuck at home or things change, you know, they let a lot of their self-discipline or regular habits kind of crumble. And trust me, it's not easy. I mean, I know to some of mine, I've had to put myself in check. My fiance's put me in check. My partners have put me in check and we've all been putting each other in check. Cause this isn't an easy time. This isn't something easy to do or go through. It's different. It's uncharted. Um, so I think staying, uh, staying accountable with whatever group it is that's immediately and physically in front of you, which for a lot of people is very small. It may not even be one other person. Uh, so virtually, I mean, I've, Having gone to college across the country and played in cities across the country, I have a lot of friends that I was already accustomed to FaceTiming just to check in, see how they were doing. So Mm -hmm. right now hasn't felt much different than that. And we've just been checking in on each other more and just making sure things are going all right. Uh, Not just professionally, but personally as well, because this is a tough time for a lot of people to go through, uh, especially in certain fields. So Mm -hmm. checking in with people has really helped me remain accountable setting schedules um and then also i know a lot of people love to get their physical activity in and again there's countless studies to show that how physical physical activity can help your mental health as well so remaining active and moving through these times is a great way to get a release if you're feeling worked up cooped up um and again i know it might not be in an ideal situation or Place to work out at, but you got to make do with what you have and just try to remain as positive and surround yourself with positive thoughts, positive people, positive words. And if you're feeling down or having a moment, just reach out to somebody and let them know what you need. Might just need to have a positive conversation from someone else and get uplifted real quick. So I've really been trying to do my best to uplift others around me, avoid negative conversations, avoid dwelling on what is going on, avoid sharing more negative stats possibly false stats possibly untrue information definitely avoiding all political information i mean none of that is leading to anything positive usually argumentative so we just try to uplift each other um whether i gotta uplift one of my friends or they need to uplift me male female older younger i really am open to everyone and anyone especially going through this
0: the positivity I agree that working out from home is really something that everyone can cultivate to get that increase in endorphins and get their bodies moving. I think that helps with a lot of people keeping up that positivity. Mm -hmm. Do you have any workout tips for people who are working out from home right now? You have your videos on Instagram, you have different tips, but are there some key takeaways that people listening to this podcast can use today?
1: Yeah, I, we've always, centered our ascent program around um decreasing injury risk and building as even of a body as you could which is obviously unrealistic you're always going to have a dominant side whether you're right-handed or right-legged or whatever it is or had a surgery i mean things will never be 50 50 but we usually have we've always centered our programs around having an upper body movement where you're pushing an upper body movement where you're pulling, a lower body movement, movement involving both legs, and then a lower body movement involving a single leg, as well as having a core exercise sprinkled in throughout all of that. And then having a quick uh, up-tempo, high-intensity circuit at the end. Um, and for a variety of reasons that helped not only decrease injury risk, but increase performance, increase cardiovascular output, and also burn fat and lose weight the best, as opposed to just doing straight cardio. So my tips mm-hmm. to people are always: don't forget your warm up. Uh, involve a little bit of resistance band activation to get started, which I know you're familiar with because we always do that. Oh, yeah. But we have <laughs> we shared videos just on those two things, so people can see those specifically on our channel, so they can get familiar with. Hey, here's a quick warm up I can do in place in my living room, outside in the street, in the garage, wherever. Here's how I can do that, and then here are workout formats of say a squat into a pushup into crunches and then the next circuit being pull-ups into lunges into v-ups so you have an upper body a lower body and abs so you could you should be able to in theory especially if you're a higher level athlete go through one exercise right into the second right into the third and then take a break so that'll challenge your heart rate while challenging your entire body and then repeat that in a circuit fashion has definitely been showing good results for all different types of people uh older younger athlete non-athlete male female whatever that has been very yeah. helpful so those are kind of my just general workout tips and if you really take note of the workouts we've been putting up they somewhat follow those principles
0: mm-hmm. and they also follow the principles without needing i mean you can add weight if you're trying to like increase weight and have access to that but a lot of those exercises you mentioned you can just do without any equipment a resistance band is quite accessible um, and it can be done in a studio apartment or in a family home.
1: For sure. The, the resistance bands are great. I mean, you can really get a killer workout with resistance bands alone. And I know we're not nearly as big as Tom Brady's platform, but his book on the TP 12 method is almost word for word of what we tell people in person. Um, Mm -hmm. And I noticed when I was in the NFL, I started seeing guys obviously do what they need to do with weights, but much less weight-oriented activities and much more band-oriented activities, and again in a circuit fashion, rather than sitting here trying to press for one rep max of crazy heavy weight. Because in your sport, you're not asked to do something one time; you're asked to do things over and over all game long at a high level. So why not train your body accordingly? Um,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Lastly, the another video we did share on there if you don't have resistance bands and have no equipment of any kind i did share one video of how you could create some equipment especially if you have a backpack or grocery bag especially a reusable grocery bag um Mm -hmm. buckets filling them up with water also make great equipment especially having the water slosh around as you move it adds another little element and challenge in there that's great um gallon water jugs make good little weights just so you have some additional weight so you can at least maintain the muscle mass you have if your biggest concern is pressing weight. But again, like you said, for most people, you can get a killer workout with nothing or a
0: band. And then I have a few more questions that are kind of rapid fire style. First thing that comes to mind. Um, yeah. So before you work out, what is your pre-workout energy drink of choice? Is it coffee, energy drink, just water?
1: uh obviously a lot of water because i'm a big sweater so staying hydrated is a huge thing for me um i also Mm -hmm. am big on coffee black coffee or espresso shots i love those uh not too soon to the start of the workout but uh you know i'd say probably an hour in advance i like having some coffee Mm
0: -hmm. sweet what about your favorite pump up playlist
1: Favorite pump up playlist. I depend, you know, I kind of make my own playlist, depending on what I'm feeling that day. So I might go back to some hip hop music from my time in high school, just because it may bring me back to a certain memory or time when I was training really hard or needed to train really hard. So that just not only helps push me, but bring back to times when I really was pushing myself hard and help fuel me a little bit. I love, um, m&m 50 Cent, G unit type playlists, uh, Something more aggressive. Mm -hmm. I also like up tempo electronic music as well. Um, and then my dad always used to used to listen to Creed when he would work out. So mixing that in, I'm I'm always uh open to all different types of music, but it's gotta be loud, it's gotta be up tempo. That's all that's my only requirement.
0: Nice. And then what about your favorite business or self help book? You could also totally promote the book that you wrote that's on Amazon. (laughs)
1: how that was my first thing I was just gonna you know put that one out there that I mean obviously I wrote that and love what I wrote in it I'm passionate about what I wrote in it but there are a lot of other books that touch on similar topics in different ways and what I like about listening to other people's self-help books um I don't really like calling them self-help books I call them self-development or personal development Mm -hmm. but um Mm -hmm. because I think most people are just turned off by the word help like I don't need help but um I like hearing them from other people because you're getting an inside look at what's in their head and what they went through without having to speak to them because most times you can't access people like that. So I love a book called The Slight Edge. That's been a great book about um, making daily contributions towards being better and how little ones over time add up to a big change rather than sitting there trying to make one gigantic change at once and getting bogged down by that. So that's probably one of my favorites.
0: Okay, very cool. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. And then lastly, do you have a piece of career advice for small business owners and entrepreneurs?
1: A piece of advice for small business owners and entrepreneurs, just, you know, be ready for, be ready for struggles, be ready for things to go well, um, be ready for things to go better than expected, be ready for things to not work out as expected, and always have uh, plans in place to move forward and progress through those times.
0: And thank you again for being a part of the podcast and sharing your story and insights about APEX. Where can people find you and the APEX power team online?
1: So online, we are at APEX PWR on mostly every platform. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, Instagram, TikTok. We love those platforms. And then I'm at Mm -hmm. Jaron Mastrud. You can find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook.
0: Thank you for tuning in today's episode of the Self-Made Podcast and I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jaron. You can find his information in the show notes and you can find me on Instagram at sk.howard. We'll see you on Thursday for another episode of the Self-Made Podcast. Bye!